Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast. It is March 7th, and we are here gathered with some very special people this morning. I've got returning to the podcast after one week off, Anna Marie Neufeld. Good. I've got Michael Tidwell, president of RP Gamer. What? We finally started? Yes. Uh, and is also a reviewer. We've got Glenn Wilson, reviewer for RP Gamer. It rubs the lotion on its skin, or oh. else it gets the hose again. Oh. What a terrible choice it, of a quote. It puts the tannin in the basket, or no. it gets the mallet again. What? Oh, God. <laughs> yes, it does, precious. She'll get the hose. Oh, goodness. And finally, we have, as a far- farewell appearance, Mr. Ethan Pfeiffer. Hello. It's important to note that I'm hiding away in a bunker away from a dual one-year cat birthday party that my dad is holding for his two cats. And I'm your host, Chris Primatier, and Ethan, okay, can you explain this one more time, how this works? Okay. This cat thing? It's fairly simple and fairly ridiculous. My father sent out invitations to everybody about the fact that his two cats are turning one, and now there's a bunch of people in my house celebrating this fact. And I'm hiding in my room, in my boxers, on an RPG podcast. You're too okay, scared I- to even <clears throat> get dressed? I, I have to know, free? if someone Did would actually you? get an invite to a cat party, would they go? Oh, my dad's friends have come to expect this. Uh, Did they show up, Did you do up, this though? for your last birthday, too, or are the cats more important than you? Oh, the cats are more important. <laughs> <laughs> Their names are Jesus and Judas. Of course they're more important. Oh, my gosh. And they get along? Well, Judas is r- rather, rather sweet, and Jesus is a complete bitch. <laughs> what? She'll bite my toes, and she'll, she's so mischievous. But Judas is actually cute and nice. There were Gnostic versions of the Bible that told things that way, too. So that may not be too far off. <laughs> oh yes, God. yes. I'm sure both cats have read the Bible and are playing the role. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, they, they read the book of Judas, which was uh, burned oh, and lost boy. centuries ago. Oh, boy. What? <laughs> oh, what a start, Chris. What a start. <laughs> I've missed you so much. All right. <laughs> Glad to get you back on. Ethan has sad news, though, don't you? I do have sad news. I have run out of boxers. I'll need to do laundry soon. No, not that news. The other news. Oh. <laughs> 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 yes, I'm sad to say that I am leaving RP Gamer. It is Ooh. very sad. <laughs> I know. I love all of you. And I, uh, I, do, I do miss this cast. So who knows? Maybe this won't be my last cast appearance. Hmm. Well, that'd be cool to have you on from time to time. <clears throat> what are you going to be pursuing? Like, what are you? What are you leaving RP Gamer for? Well, I, I I've already worked at MTV Canada, but um, I've got some more opportunities there that I'm looking to looking to pursue. I'm also doing a lot of other personal stuff, so it just didn't make much sense for me to be doing the stuff I was doing here anymore. But it's very sad. I made some very dear friends, so mm-hmm. I will it was never forget that. Wasn't it? You're leaving. It was Dokkaban. It that bloody game. <laughs> it had to be it. <laughs> oh man, it broke my soul. You guys broke me. <laughs> So, uh, does that mean Lucifer's Fountain of Disappointments canceled? Dead? Uh, no, not, no. Actually, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. How mysterious. I, I, I wasn't going to bring that up. Did you want me to bring that up? Of course. I do. Okay, well, I'm, I'm making it on XNA for Xbox Live Community Games. Oh, neat. All right. So, so, people will be able to go and pay, like, $2 to be disappointed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> 
I don't want to charge any more than the minimum amount because it's going to be so stupid. Then <laughs> it's really more of a test project to see how. Uh, no, how you I mean it's going to be sp- wonderful. We have to build up the anticipation, f- so it'll Dude, be disappointing. It's, 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 a, it's a disappointment. <laughs> so it's going to be. Is it? Uh, is it? Uh, have you started work on it yet, or is it still in the "we're going to make promises and disappoint you" phase? Oh, that's the that's the only phase, Glenn. <laughs> it's two dollars for a spreadsheet of all the things you want to do. <laughs> That's the video game. <laughs> yeah, it's like screenshots of IRC conversations and the, con- <laughs> the two pieces of concept art that Max did. Goodness. <laughs> he did two? Uh, well, one was actually the concept art of the concept art, so I never showed that one. Wait, you have conceptual concept art? Yeah. This but pointed, the, uh, huh? the, the layer, the fountainous layer, which I never got to post on RP Gamer, which I wanted to, was, um, it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. Oh, good. Uh, Iris is going crazy on me. Give me a second. <laughs> so, in the meantime... <laughs> second up, I'm back. All right. <laughs> oh, mercy. I love talking about myself. <laughs> Are you going to be able to stick around with us at all, or do you need to take off? Uh, no, I'll stick around for a little bit. All right, let's That's stick around thing. for a little bit, and then uh, let us know when you need to go, and we'll do the proper goodbye send-off. Um, and do, King. In. All right. Uh, in the meantime, I have some feedback from last show, so why don't we get into it? Uh, first off, there's one note from Mr. Master Chief, who's always been the RPG cast biggest fan, I think. Don't you guys think? <laughs> he loves this show more than anything else. I, I unconditionally, I'll, I'll add, unconditionally loves the show. Yep. So it, I was... Which, of course, uh, we're joking, so I was completely shocked when he wrote, Chris, despite the fact that I'm normally convinced you have no idea about anything at, at any time ever... Why, thank you. I agree with you firmly about Final Fantasy IV The After Years. It's going to tank so hard on the Wii it'll be painful. Gamers outside the Nintendo fanboy armies have stopped paying attention for the most part, and Oprah's zombie legions have no idea what wireless even is. Never mind that the Wii supports it. It'll be interesting to watch it crash and burn, though. Okay. I disagree with the Oprah zombie comment, because, like, even my mom, who knows nothing about technology, like, she was super excited because she found the chat box in her Domino's game sort of deal. Exactly. Her Wii is set up wirelessly, and she did it. Yeah. So I, I will respectfully disagree with the Oprah zombie comment because I do think that there, I think the amount of people actually connecting their Wii to the internet is surprisingly large in the older generation. Mm-hmm. And they all love Final Fantasy IV. Well, no. Yeah, no. I, that I, wasn't what I was referring to. I was referring. We still to think the, the game's going to tank, but not because they can't find the wireless function. I think they won't Pretty be able much. to find the download store. <laughs> All I know, if it's like my life as a king, where they want twenty bucks, and then to unlock half the game, they want five <laughs> more bucks for each thing. It's going to yeah. tank. <laughs> I don't think it'll take that much to be a problem. Um, if they have low expectations, it'll probably do great. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. I'm. I think everyone I guess, underestimates the Nintendo fanboyism. I'm kind of waiting and seeing. Like at this point, I'm not really convinced that I'm going to buy it, just because I don't know. I I don't feel like I know enough about it because it was like it's a cell phone game, and I'm not paying attention to it. Yeah, and also I'm like I'm at the point where I forget that I have a Wii. It's like I hear about this game, like oh, too bad I can't buy it because I don't have a Wii. And I'm like, wait a second, I actually do have that system. I just haven't played it enough that I forget that I have it. Well, it's under so much dust; it's effectively buried underground, right? So, well, no, exactly. it's it's he's it, it's a little dented and and crushed because of his absolute hate for Dokapon. I'm sure he smashed. Well, did he play it on the Wii? 
Oh. Actually, I did. Yeah, no, no. Anna is actually completely. So right. you threw your Wii through the TV at the end of that game, not, not so much the Wii remote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. remote. Yeah. <laughs> I destroyed a lot of people and things because of that game. My whole family, except my father and his cats. This is why he won't acknowledge you and has to have parties for his cats. Yeah, it's actually very dramatic over here in Ethan Land. I'm so sorry. The Wii to hear is too that. quiet. That's why I like using the 360. It's some nice background white noise that helps me sleep while I play video games. Oh. And I do get an impression of it. <laughs> you weren't loud enough in my ear, but that might be because I have the volume somewhere too low. I, I downloaded my games to the new Xbox Experience, so it's a lot quieter now. Yeah, it is. Blue Dragon, dude, I love that game. <laughs> do you Blue love Dragon? Blue Dragon? Wow. Yeah, I'm adoring it. It's awesome. Why do people? Is this say like a Chris favorite? adoration where you're like, I love this game. I'm five hours in. Everyone should buy it. And I'm never going <laughs> to. <laughs> it actually exactly is that. Even I'm farther than you guys. That's sad. No, I'm about ten, I'm about ten hours in, but uh, yeah, I'm not that far. But no, I'm still playing it. I played it last night, but no, I'm sure the novelty will wear off, and I'll be like, oh, no, I never beat that game. You're at the point in the game where Shu is never going to give up, right? That part? <laughs> That's exactly where I am. How did you know? <laughs> Isn't that the whole game? <laughs> <laughs> Even it's I like know Toriyama hot. games enough to know that's the whole game. What do you mean Toriyama? They're a cat party. <laughs> what? He's oh, yelling at his, his dad's like, oh. Ethan, get down here for the cat's yeah, birthday. No, I forgot. No, they're not having a cat party yet. They're actually my dad. A crew is filming a documentary about my dad because he's that ridiculous. So I'm what? actually gonna be quiet. Maybe I should. Wait, is the crazy wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah, somebody's filming a documentary about my dad. So, hey Um So, I should probably leave now because I'm being too loud. No, you can just be quiet. Should, could I, I don't like being quiet. <clears> oh, it'll be Have fine. Have we actually we'll ever heard you. Ethan be quiet? Yes. No. He's being it right now. No. Right now. You did the 360 noise, wasn't it? Okay, I'll try it out. You try it out. You'll be fine. All right. Shh. See, here, I've got, I've got a section that'll bore you and put you to sleep, and you won't have any problems. So, quiet time. Quiet time. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> We, we people needed to give feedback last Babies week. Babies are sleeping. <laughs> Babies sleeping. Cats are preparing. Right. So, were they doing a documentary on your dad for just to be the crazy guy on the news? Because he's crazy. He's, well, he's crazy, but he's actually brilliant. What so, does he do? That's it. He writes, and he's actually probably the most intelligent man I've ever met. Oh, is he published? What is he? Can we find his stuff on Amazon? Uh, well, that's the thing. He doesn't like to cater to the publishers so he uh, he's just pretentious like that so he hasn't really tried that hard well just how have people found his stuff where does it come up where is the it black shown? market novelist store no no he hasn't made money like, doing writing because he's never like he's okay so what is he what is he famous for that is causing him to be documented in a documentary uh I, I, they they found out about him through i think my sister my sister works for the municipal government here and maybe they, I, one of my sister's friends i think found out about my dad so this and, documentary is just a dude with a web webcam or something no 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 it's a crew there's a crew of like six people in my house so there's a crew of six people to document a writer who's not published and had to be found out through some dude's sister and you thought yeah. that was part of a cat birthday party i don't understand <clears throat> that at all all right we're in Toronto. there's a huge independent film uh, culture here. Yeah. <laughs> so people are just roving the streets looking for stuff to film. Pretty much. Yeah. He got entire crews like, let's do a documentary on that dude at the corner. All right, let's go. Well, the angle could be <laughs> that like this guy isn't published, right? And but he's sure. brilliant. So why isn't he noticed? You I, know, I, I angle. that f- that makes more sense now that I know it's like independent film thing. That's cool. All right. Well, okay. Why don't we move on? 
He's not published because he didn't publish in actual written materials. No, let's not let's not argue about it. Let's uh, let's just <coughs> let, let no, I'm not arguing. I'm saying that's what takes me public. I have a feeling this. It. I have a feeling this story topic will contribute more to itself as the podcast progresses and his dad makes more comments to Ethan. All right, so we have uh, unless under- he has to leave. Unless he has to leave. Underrated games. <laughs> Underrated games. Darn it. Cram wanted to throw out Divine Divinity. Any of you guys play Divine Divinity? No. Yes. Yeah, I, no. I wouldn't. But I, I've heard that. More. It seems like everyone that played Divine Divinity really liked it and recommends it, but I never got around to it. So it's a big well, open the, world. I'll say not. Okay. Well, Anna did, right? Yes. Okay, and you liked it? I played Beyond Divinity. Ooh. <laughs> they're they're nice. Like they're not like I'm totally blown away by this game and I'm going to play it till the end of time, but they were solid. So it's a PC RPG like. But I feel like, yeah, it's. I, I I'm pretty sure that I'm kind of in the minority. Okay. I don't. No, I, yeah, I feel <laughs> neither that of them got very good reviews. But if you missed it, you're not like missing out on an awesome experience. Okay. And then but apparently yeah. there's a Divine Divinity two coming up. Well, there's Beyond there's Beyond Divinity, which came out a couple years after Divine Divinity. But I know they're planning on working with the series. Sounds like there's screenshots and videos and stuff. Cram was quite upset we didn't have a uh, a section. Actually, he liked the fact that we didn't have a section because it allowed it to be more of a niche title, which I don't know if I follow the logic on. That's love. (laughs) I want it to be underrated so I can be the cool guy who likes it. (laughs) Um, See, that's why Baroque has three separate game pages, so uh, it clearly is not niche enough. Right. Right. Or good. We need to get our content monkey on that. Get rid of those extra Baroque pages. Yeah, we'll need a we'll need a content money monkey who can work on that. We All have right. a content monkey. <laughs> Clicks. Uh, oh, Divinity Zero. Two Ego Draconis. There you go. All right. What about Enchanted Arms? Who played Enchanted Arms? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Somebody played there, Nobody. Enchanted nobody Arms. on this podcast played it, but we do. We. I've. I know that Billy played it. After listening to the backtrack where Adrian smashed it and made it sound like the worst video game he'd ever played, uh, I'm not going to try it. Thanks, Some people though. really like it, and then other people really hate the extraordinarily over-stereotyped gay person in it, and then other people just don't like the game, period. So I heard it was like, horrible and not fun. You can fast-forward through battles, though, right? That's a good thing. Okay. Well, Clicks liked it, so <laughs> if you like Clicks, maybe you'll... Yeah, the guy in our forums. All right. Underdog contributes and says, Neverwinter Nights 2, Storm of Zaheer. Um, this game is the new Baldur's Gate 2, he says. Okay, so it's not quite as good, but uh, you can create a party. That's what? Not really sure you can call like D&D games that sell very solidly through the D&D crowds underrated. Everybody who's interested in the game is going to have it. Actually, I I don't Plus, know. Plus, didn't be- that game come out last year? I mean, you're talking about a D&D game, you know, like Baldur's Gate. I mean, did people think that sold really well at first? I mean, I feel like for underrated, you should wait a while. Uh, See how re- people remember Neverwinter Nights. Neverwinter Nights Two is kind of undercovered, is the feeling I have on it. It's one of those things that people who play it have <clears> really <throat> liked the expansion packs, like the first expansion pack, very much, and like everyone else is like, "Oh yeah, I should try that at some point." Never does. I think so it's, it's kind of more the that fact that they release things and then they say they'll release more things and they don't, and people get confused. <laughs> yes, there was another added. expansion pack that never came out, and some people are bitter <clears> about it. But all right, so Septeracore, how about that from 1999? That is an underrated game. People far. like compared it to Final Fantasy VII, I think, right? Isn't that part of the Terra Nova oh, series? Was, mm. I thought that was more compared to like a, it was basically a console RPG on the PC. Exactly. So, which I wouldn't call Final Fantasy VII your typical console RPG. Okay. So who played? Uh, so who played uh, Subterracore? No one. 
Again? I did. Oh, you did? Was it fantastic? I wouldn't highly recommend it. All right. Well, that's high praise. <laughs> okay. Would you barely recommend it? Like, so yeah, there um, are plenty I've said that are mediocre. No, I, you just no, said this, one this line about a... it. So okay. So uh, <laughs> Underdog says I'm that sorry, it's what, mediocre. Think, seven years ago or so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. All right. Well, I'll, uh, Underdog has you covered. He says the story was mediocre about trying to save seven floating realms. Had a movement system similar to King's Quest, and um, it was a first party based game that let you combine your party attacks into super attacks. Which okay, I thought that was <laughs> like Chrono Trigger, trigger. but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I actually prefer mega attacks to super attacks, so I'm not sold. Well, I like ultra attacks, so... Fair enough. Well, ultra is also better than super. I do agree, right. but mega is right. the best of the bunch. Ah, no no argument there. Wait, Clicks didn't say Enchanted Arms was an awesome, underrated RPG. He said that was an example of a crappy RPG with good mechanics. He said Enchanted Arms was mostly crap. Okay. But the battle system was good. Because well, you could you, fast forward through it. All right. I'm so he my, wishes more games this, would like fast forward is through Is this battles. just like further solidifying the fact that you don't read, Chris? Shush. Well, the problem <laughs> is that I'm trying to... The last time I did this, I read too much of each post, and it took too long, so I've been trying to skim more, and it's... Why don't you read it before I we start back, recording? Well, yeah, that the, would be a great right. idea, wouldn't it? So, but What you may or may not know about Glenn is he is an incredible internet stalker, so he'll keep you honest whether or not you know how he got the information. <laughs> okay. That's and good. I can read. Yes. And apparently someone on staff has stopped listening to us because I can't read, which I don't understand. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I want I just want to let them know they could come and tell me and I will try to change my ways and make the we'll podcast better. But since they're lot, yeah, that's lot true. They're not listening. Yeah. Them. Well, just in case they were they were just being uh all right. So, Evil Paul suggests Baroque. He says it's a good and underrated game. It's on PS2 and Wii, which I liked because it was so simple. <laughs> no arguments, no paragraphs of justification, just it's good, which it's not. <laughs> Baroque has created an interesting division on our site because I think people who have played it are basically 50-50. I love it, and I'm going to gush all over it to the point I need a towel to. This is the biggest pile of turds that I have ever played. You mean I- like Final Fantasy VIII, except nobody wants to keep talking about it. Basically. Yeah. Well, they've been talking about it for four weeks. I think they can find something else. So they should now go play Baroque, and then they can have a new division. <laughs> Everyone can start arguing about Baroque now. Most of the form replies on Baroque have been positive. When we yeah. gave it Wii Game of the Year, <clears throat> it got positive comments. It got a positive comment in last week, or the week before his forum, after the podcast, when I mentioned it as an underrated game. So there you go. Actually, Seventh maybe likes this, it too. Maybe he's about to read it. Likes it too? No, Seventh was the reason we were arguing. Ah. Yeah, yeah, I like Baroque. I think most of the people who, like, if you went out and tried it, like, if you bought it at the store, you probably were the type of person who would like it. But it's not for everyone uh, in, at all. Okay. I also remember once I went to a Super Smash tournament, and I told somebody I wrote for RB Gamer way back when you wrote the Broke Review, and he's like, oh, oh, I like that site, because you guys did that positive Broke Review, and nobody has given that game credit. And he, like, loved the site because of that review, so. Oh, nice. I'll give you that, Glenn. Yeah, Just we've, probably, we've probably lost him since. All right. <laughs> <laughs> MMO minutia probably threw him out. All right. Oh wait, no, the site. Yeah, he's probably reading the site, just not the. <laughs> no, I've not. I've got no self-esteem anymore on my show. All right, underrated RPGs from Nurgle, Fantasy Star Two. Um, yeah, because often cited as being influential but archaic. I can agree with that. I've tried to play through it. It's just, it's old. I don't know if you guys have played it recently, but it's old. Can you like something that's been ported twenty times? Underrated. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing is, you know, there are like at least a dozen different ways to play like the first four 
fantasy stars. I don't think you can call it underrated when it's being shoved under our nose. Like, you mean like Sonic's Ge- Ultimate Genesis Collection for the Xbox 360 <laughs> or PS3 available now in stores? Sorry. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean Ease the Ark of Nefishtim is also not underrated? I really liked Ease, but I the, like the Ark of Nefishtim. I actually gave it like a really good review. Yeah. But I don't think that my uh, feelings on it were universally shared. Yeah, that's so E6. I would say yes. That's underrated. Most okay. people yeah, didn't like it. I would E6. say yes, that's underrated. Did you like E6? Because they played the PSP version and it loads more than it plays. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I, would best, I will definitely agree to that. Like, I was super excited because I had beaten on the PS2. And I'm like, yeah, now I can play it on the go. And I played it for like an hour. And I'm like, wow, this is utter crap. And I took <laughs> it back. Crap, yeah. I like, actually took it back that day and traded it in for like the trading credit. And I was so ticked. Nice. Um, Adelir Iris 3, Nurgle also suggests. Atelier. Pronounce it right. Atelier. Adelir. Atelier is how you pronounce Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, Nipponichi says it. Adelir, so. Yeah, it's Adelir. You have to argue with them. Well, okay. Can you argue with them? Where did you... Oh, is it Latin or something? French? Uh, I think it's French. Is it? Going with French. Okay. Atelier. That would be the way to say it in French, yeah. All right, cool, great. But so Atelier yeah, Iris three. Whatever. A- Anna, can you say it with a really snooty accent? Atelier. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. It wasn't snooty. That was. <laughs> like, I know it wasn't really <laughs> snooty, but <laughs> I don't want to belabor it. Sorry, I know it was snooty French. Gross, seductive. Every yeah, as Nurgle says, everything about it practically exuded charm, which tends to be the. You know, I only played at Atelier Iris one, but I thought that was a good part of the game was all the charm it had and all the bright graphics and. Lots of bright sound effects. So um, he actually cared about protagonists and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Go play it. So uh, there you go. And uh, Lunar SD suggests um, Betrayal at Krondor, which is another old PC RPG, right? Actually, I thought it was a pen and paper RPG, like for the uh, original D&D. It came, I, it came out, I would say, 98, 99, because oh. I almost got it. And it got decent reviews, but I don't think I'm anyone played it. Pretty sure it's both. A book adapted into an RPG. Okay, so there we go. Um, the the story separated into chapters you start and finish, yet it's still non-linear enough to let you roam around the map and see how things change in the world every new chapter. And the battle and exploration systems they had, the pseudo 3D effect was unique and beautiful in its own way, in its own time. Not to mention classic soundtrack. Um, also, and this is what I like: where else can you find a game that locks about ten percent of the chests with clever and amusing riddles? You have to best using your own intellect rather than a sword or a key. Does somebody say riddles? <laughs> Not that kind of riddles. <laughs> He wasn't born then. It wasn't. It was before Blue Dragon. Oh, good point. I should have figured that out. I ah. guys. Moving right along, Jumei-san throws out a few. Tales of Fantasia, um, the Game Boy Advance one. Um, Grandia. I liked Grandia. I don't think that was underrated, I, was it? Yeah, I don't know. I played the first I think Grandia. the problem is, is people went through two I, and three, and you know they were like, well, what happened to the original Grandia? I finished the first Grandia, so... It must be good then. Yeah, there you go. Justin and Fina forever. I right. tried to, and, and, and I it kept crashing on me. Aww. Which well, one did you play? Through that. PlayStation? PlayStation? Really? Oh, no problem. I know, I know Max Storm. PlayStation likes... version on the PS2, it was prone to crashing. But at that point, I didn't have a PS1 anymore. So it was like, well... It was... I, I finished it with my PS1 upside down. Ooh. Yeah, I probably did too, actually. <laughs> and I know, I know Max Storm liked Grandia too. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, he I'm says that later. The only one who likes Grandia Extreme. 
People, I don't think he liked Grandia 2 no, as much what? as he likes quoting it. In general, like, though, the Grandia series <clears throat> appreciation went down as it went on. Like, one was most likely. Yeah, no, no, no. I think the problem was, so was Grandia far. Extreme. Grandia was okay. Grandia, or Grandia was good. Grandia 2 was okay. Grandia Extreme was like WTF. And then they came out with Grandia 3 and nobody wanted to play it. I loved Grandia Extreme. I loved Grandia I Extreme until I did the same thing for the fourth time. So I've never that's heard of Grandia like, Extreme until I right now. What is it. that? Oh. It's like a PlayStation 2 side story. It's got a whole <clears> bunch of famous uh, voice actors like Dean Cain right after that Superman series was came out. It would have been great if they'd, you know, not made you do... Because what happens is you have you stay in one town and then you explore the same areas and then something happens and you have to go back to the same four areas and then something happens and you go back to the same four areas. <laughs> it's like, Ouch. you know what? I'm done with I'm this. Done with this. <laughs> I've it's like, yeah, it's, fear. it's, it's, it's this like there's, there's a dungeon <clears throat> for earth, air, fire, water. Okay. And yeah, you basically cycle through them three times. It's like, oh, it's like Odin's fear. I don't like that there okay. either. Oh. I don't know happens, why you're all them. like cranky that they're... It's the same. It's thing. the same dungeon. I like to explore. Same, we like to explore. Same. We like new places, Michael. And but their the layout like and stuff are frequently different too. Because you going the same dungeon. No, the layout is exactly the same. The puzzles change and the mounts, monsters get harder, but the right. p- the map is exactly the same. All right. Well, let's let's move on. Super Robot Tyson Original Generation One and Two. Um, Jume says tactical devotees who haven't played these are missing out enormously. Um, I haven't played them, and I like tactical He only games, pimps so. those games at least once a month in Q&A letters or the forum <laughs> or staff channels. Um, Riviera, I played and finished Riviera. I thought it was pretty decent, um, so I'm down with I that. would say that the... I would say Sting stuff in general is kind of underrated. Yeah. Like, I realize yeah. that it's terribly hit and miss for mm-hmm. the angry, most angry, part, angry, but angry. I mean, when it's good, it is <laughs> freaking amazing. Michael's angry because he can't finish Riviera no matter how hard he tries. <laughs> I actually had like a super tough time. Um, what what's yeah. our policy so, on like spoilers on the podcast? Uh, there's a water level that's frustrating him, but let's not. Riviera came out over three years ago, so you should be good. Yeah, because well, I played. Are you it okay, Michael? What? You're okay if I talk about this? No, because I want to play it on PSP. He's going to finish it, so you should have finished it in the last three years. It's then. okay. We got no, plenty no, no, of other things it came to out talk on PSP about. PSP last year. It's okay. We got plenty of other things to talk about. Princess Crown, for example. Um, this is a uh, this is like the original game put out by Vanillaware, I believe, back on yeah. like the Saturn, I think. Yeah. So it's a you know super beautiful two D artwork like Vanillaware is known to do, and mix of RPG and fighting game. I think it'll be like that new one coming out on the Wii, isn't it? Yeah, Muramasa Demon mm-hmm. Blade. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be the Project Successor, isn't it? Uh, I think so. So anyway, um, they're all sort of spiritual successors to each other. <laughs> so. Night Train, which is such a great name. Night Train, spelled with a K. Uh, says Guardians Crusade, which I don't know no. anything about. No. no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> okay. You're wrong. Sorry. <clears throat> Crap is not the same as underrated. All right. That is all. Terabad, Seven <laughs> Circle suggests. <laughs> no, no. Draconis said it. I okay. swear. Don't quote me. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. He's he's quoting Draconis for saying it. Okay. As in, and Rebo-chan... Yes. <laughs> Throws out a couple like Robotrek. I don't even remember that yes. at all. Okay. I actually played it and I really liked it. In fact, um, I believe the screenshots that we have were all made by me. Oh, okay. Did you because draw them, like, the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, she drew them out pixel by pixel. I, I, oh, yeah, in the okay. early, about, I guess about six or seven years ago, uh, my roommate was like an extensive, uh, obscure video game RPG collector. 
And I was like, can I like play some of your games and take screenshots of them? And he's like, sure, that's no problem as long as you know you don't like save over my nice saves and stuff. And I'm like, that's cool. All right. So uh, I ended up doing a whole ton of like coverage for a bunch of like Super Nintendo RPGs and stuff that we didn't have quite filled out yet. So apparently, you built robots and had them battle your foes. So yeah, it's, it's a really neat little game. Okay. Kind of like that. I made you read books. Whatever that Robo. Really yeah. boring. Okay. Wonder Project J, which has a great name. Hybrid RPG slash raising sim that never saw the light of U.S. shores. Okay. I'll have to take his word on it. You can't go underrated if we never got it. (laughs) Grim Grimoire, which is another Vanilla Soft's game, which... uh, Uh, This is like pseudo RPG slash RTS or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's slightly less RTS than like Revenant Wings. Ethan, did you play any of these games that we've talked about lately? I'm surrounded by cats. almost call him cats. Ian? He's surrounded by <laughs> cats. What? <clears throat> what the hell? No, I haven't played any of these games. The only underrated game that I know about is Pokemon Ranger Shadows of Almia. That All game right. is awesome. Alright, fair enough. Dude, this is, this is, is the time to talk about it. Why is it so my, awesome? Read my blurb in the... In the yeah. Yeah, I wrote the review and I wrote the uh, most underrated blurb in the awards, 2008 awards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so much better than the first one, which is already great because it, it completely opens up and it's just, oh, you guys need to give it a try. It is really, really a great game. The fact that it's already much better than the first one doesn't give me much hope. <laughs> well, no, and it, no, it's way because the first one was way linear, and this one you can, I think that it opens completely up. You can find Pokemon like little how many and circles do I have to make to win the game? No, it, they're still circling, but that's a unique mechanic, and actually the battles now have like an innate kind of customizable difficulty level, because the better you perform, the more experience you get, and it actually makes quite a difference, so it really kind of encourages you to um, uh, beat the battles with a higher difficulty level. Sounds like we're in a super to get them, secret club when you whisper your recommendations. Like, I know. Like that super secret club, yeah. Okay, just look beer inside my jacket. Would you like to buy a no? It will cost you just a nickel. Um <laughs> Was oh, bananas in there? You're talking about watches? Ranger. Sorry? Oh, yes. I have lots of watches. Strong bad watches and other kind of illegal merchandise. Um, what was I going to... I, you know, I'd almost say he's like, what's that? I can never remember the bloody title. Well, that... Well, you're really thinking, hold on. <laughs> no, it's, it's own... Strong Bad's... You've played it. It's Strong, strong Bad's cool game. game. Attracted people. Yeah. Yes. Thank oh, you. Oh, I can't play that. I'm getting oh, it great. in stereo. Here's and I would last. say that's probably underrated. No, those games are great. It's not an RPG. <laughs> you can't underrate uh, something that hasn't been out long. It's an either. adventure game, Anna. <laughs> yeah, point and click. Well, and last last comment about uh, Shadows of Almia before we move on is it's the only game out of like the what, two games I reviewed? No, the ten games I reviewed on the site that I gave a four. It's the only four I ever gave. And you gave no fives. I, oh, I gave no 4.5s or 5s. Because you haven't made, you haven't reviewed Blue Dragon yet. Right. It, it's the highest rated game uh, out of Make the 10 games. I feel like way too generous with my scores because I have like two 5 out of 5s. Oh, goodness. Yeah, but you've been around for a billion years. I've only been around for one. So. <laughs> oh, harsh. harsh. Not I harsh. One, I gave I'm one saying, 5 out of 5. She, That's yeah, because Fallout 3 was one of the best video games I've ever played. I didn't right. expect to give anything that high. That wasn't meant as an insult. It's the fact that you actually have been around Well, I've also given a 1 out of 1. I mean, a 1 out of 5, which I never <laughs> thought I would one. do. I like that. I <laughs> gave a 1 out of 5. 1 out of 1. I've given a 1.5. It wasn't even Dokapon, actually. Well, and 
I was actually really ticked off at that game in general. It was like uh, Shaman was- King, and me and Michael both had different versions. And we were on Skype together and playing this game. We were both like, wow, this is just total crap. This is unbelievably bad. And we were like, yeah, that's no problem. We'll just motivate each other and finish it together. And after the first day we played it, Michael's like, I'm not playing this. <laughs> oh, well. He's like, go review it. And I'm like, no. That's what he did to me with uh, Chocobo's Dungeon last summer. On he the did Wii. the same thing with Roku. No, no, Michael Gosh, finished. Oh, wait, that was a bet. Fin- Michael yeah. finished Pokemon Dungeon. On the really? Wii. Yes, did he, he did. review it? He did not review it. I remember him <laughs> finishing it, though. He was quite proud of it, and he liked it, actually. So, All right, let's wrap up. We're almost done. Le- Legend of Dragoon, uh, which was, wasn't that a crappy PlayStation RPG? Isn't that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, it was. That would that would qualify if you like it. gay overtones, yes. Okay, even though the story's oh. generic and I suck at the battle system, of course, by the time I bought it, it was less than ten bucks, so that, that helped lower my expectations. So also yeah. about Grim Grimoire, one last thing. That's one of the two last PlayStation Two games I need to buy. I have two PS Two games I plan to buy, and then I'm done with PS Two games, and uh, that's one of them. Okay, I will buy it one day. All right, we got Magical Stars. Okay, Nix also contributes. We had her on a few weeks ago. Hi, Nix. She contributes and says uh, she agrees with Tom when he mentioned Shadow Hearts, which he did last week. You go listen to that. Magical Star Sign for the G- uh, Game Boy DS. So, or the Nintendo DS. The Game Boy DS? Game Boy DS, yeah. That's what it should be called. All right, so <laughs> Magical Star Sign. Um, I, people said we're disappointed with that. So, okay. She thinks it's incredibly charming, simple, sweet, and sentient pop pots that befriend you and robots who become infatuated with you um okay it's probably one of those games you have to go into with the right mindset you know you have to go in expecting like rhapsody saccharine sweetness and stuff that's not great but still kind of fun i mean i don't know i never played it but mm-hmm. all right curious it now. sounds like a girl game all right to f- let's finish out feedback with our comment of the week awards which is the Two, for being on complete opposite sides of the spectrums. Shop Troll says, 45 minutes in and this week's episode is lifeless. Yeah, slow news week, but I don't know if I'll be able to slog through the remaining hour or so. To which uh, Silica Noob counters later in the thread by saying, I quite like this episode. So thanks, guys, for, um, I don't know. It goes on longer than that. (laughs) Shop Troll gave, like, a live blog update as he listened to the cast. (laughs) He liked the parts that you were talking, Seventh. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah, I know, you would. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so Ethan, you've got to you've got to take off now, right? I do, kidlets. I'm sorry. Yes, so, my girlfriend's coming by. <laughs> well, thanks for showing up for one last time. Um, would you like to give people plugs on where they can where they can follow you and read stuff written by you and all that sort of stuff before you go? Um, sure. Well, I'm posting one post a week on Lucifer's little blog site, Lucifer.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, I'm kind of working on my own little writings, and if they p- appear on the internet, then they will, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen yet. So, uh, do you have a Twitter and stuff? People... Sorry? Do you have a Twitter and stuff? That people oh, yes, follow? that's right. I do. Actually, that's a good place. Thanks, Chris. Um, Twitter.com slash relaxive. Relax, I-V-E. Um, so you can follow whatever I, I my mind takes me um, over there. So I hope you do follow me. And I Yes. I all right. Appreciate... Well, thank you for all the time you've been with the site. And thanks for showing up thanks on the podcast. You've time. made the thing very fun on the episodes you were on. And, um, Thank you very much. I had a blast. We wish you luck in what you're up to. Ethan, um, does that mean you're skipping the cat's birthday parties to go out with your girlfriend? That's hard. No, she's probably going to want to stay for the stupid cat birthday. <laughs> so she's going to make you pay, take part in it. Yeah. Oh, well. She you should dress up the cats. Up, so. 
Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Ethan. We'll see you around. Um, Take it easy, kiddos. All right. Bye-bye. Have bye. a good rest of cast. Bye. Thanks. See bye, Ethos. Bye. I miss Ethos. I miss Ethos already. I miss Ethos. I can't even say it right. I got a lift now. I miss Ethos already. That name is so tricky to say. All right. You've inherited his lisp? I don't think he had a lisp. Does he have a lisp? I'm confused. Okay. Oh, so Ethan's off to play with cats and girlfriends, and we are left here to pick up the pieces. Which would be... We can just hear all the listeners uh, leaving the chat <laughs> Yeah, room, they're all like shutting up their, their iPods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never going there again, Ethan left. to put as much white space where nothing happens after Ethos leaves. This is the time where all of you can hang up, can uh, turn off your devices. <laughs> hang up? And go well, they're life. calling each other and listening to the podcast on other people's computers? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Through Skype. That's, I didn't that's realize how, how much of an underground operation we had. Yeah, it's like Ethan's dad, you know. It's all underground. (laughs) I don't understand that at all. I like that Ethan's dad is getting interviewed for a documentary, and Ethan, like, didn't even know about it. He's like, yeah, people are coming over for the cat's birthday already. They're bringing lights and cameras. It's really weird. (laughs) They have my dad sitting on a chair with a camera. Maybe maybe he just made up the part about the birthday, and that's all that's going on is just the documentary filming. But I like that he got yelled at, you know, yeah. like, shut up, we're trying to do a documentary down here. And he's about like, shut what? up, we're trying to do a podcast <laughs> up here. <laughs> like, what is... I, I'm, I, I wonder which is more going to be watched or listened by more people. Ooh, that'd be close. <laughs> that, that's what I'm curious about. I don't even know what the, what the over-under... I guess, what would the line be for that? Maybe even. I think that's pretty close. <laughs> All right. So um, I should also bring up at this point that another longtime contributor to the site, Oliver Motok, will be also be leaving. He announced that this week, too. So I'm sorry to have to break that news. I'm hoping to get him on the show this uh, next week, maybe, or some future week, but I don't know if that'll happen. So sorry, kids. And uh, hopefully that'll be all for people leaving. <clears throat> but uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, new releases. <laughs> Uh, this week, Avalon Code comes out for the Nintendo DS, or the Game Boy DS, as I've now renamed it, apparently. You Anybody? <laughs> well, you were out dealing with your daughter, I think, and uh, we had a, I had a flub. I called the, game, the Nintendo DS the Game Boy DS, and I think Good it's job. a better name, really. So, I like my banana. So who's going to pick up Avalon Code? Um, PlayStation-style no RPG on your DS. Can't go wrong, can you? You want me to read my backlog of handheld games for you? No. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You should play Avalon Code. I can't. Why? Matt keeps My- sending me all these no, no, handheld no. games to review. Michael, justify that. Why should he play it? Didn't you read the impression? Uh, no. Oh, well, that would be why. Okay. So is that awesome? Uh, just from the impression, I haven't actually done the demo, but I'll probably do that later. <laughs> the demo's just a tutorial, um, so. Oh, well, then maybe not. Um, Just from the impression and listening to people who played it talk about it, I definitely want it. Okay. Wait, what impression? The impression that's not posted on its game page. <laughs> I don't think there ever was an Avalon code impression. Omega just started it a few days ago. Yeah, Mike, are you sure you're not thinking of, like, Black Sigil or something else? Wait, maybe he's thinking about the blog. I mean, uh, I the think Omega blog? started a blog on it already. Is that what you're thinking of, Mike? Yeah. Okay, Sorry. so go to board.rpgamer.com and choose, um, what forums it in? It's in, it's staff in its own review forums. blogs. The staff review blogs forum. Oh, we named that well. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> you can see how often I go there. Um, staff review blogs. So you go board.rpgamer.com, enter in there, go to staff review blogs, and look for the Avalon code. It's pinned at the top. You'll be able to see it and uh, understand how Omega's like in the game. This is our way of violating um, embargoes without violating embargoes. No, 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 no. We're not, inviola- we're not violating embargoes because you're able to discuss it. You're not able to review it. Right, because there's a difference. There is. What? Yes. What's yeah. the score? Okay. <laughs> not allowed discussing it at all. You get an NDA. If you just can't post the review until a certain date, you get an embargo. You're mm. not allowed to discuss it. It's a Square Enix game. Yeah, okay. basically. I don't know. Well, Mac no. Me I mean, a- Atlas has done that a couple times to us too. Mac let me write like, a lot about that. Like, I, I could say something about Atlas's NDA policies, but I won't. Okay. Well, let's not. Other than the fact that let's not piss off Atlas. We like Atlas. We're not pissing off Atlas. Okay. We're just. Rom is fully aware of the fact that he gets teased about this. I don't think he's going to be exactly angry about the fact that we are chuckling about it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Manakemi, a student alliance. So this is the Manakemi game that came out on PSP, now, or PS2, excuse me, now coming out on the PSP with some extra stuff in it, I think, but not very much. Not um, much. Yeah. So it was delayed. Now it's here. You can play it. And I don't, don't know. Care. If you like those Atelier Iris games, you should... I mean, this is like in that no. series, kind of. No. So, no, no. But you Don't didn't play, play them. You didn't play them. Yes, I played Manakemia. You played Manakemia, but you didn't play Atelier Iris at all. So, no, but I played Manakemia, and actually, I did play some. Uh, I'm not going to say it. it's Atelier Iris until Nietzsche says otherwise. Okay. But, um, I did play some of those, and I played Manakemia, and I just Manakemia's battle system is annoying. Okay, I thought it was the same battle system, so that's why I'm confused. No, they tried to make it simpler. The videos look similar. Just so. dumb. Okay, so there you go. Uh, stunning re- recommendation for Manakemia. This it's is not probably another. Don't this play is probably it. this would Manakemia is probably one of those games that belongs in the feedback section we just had about underrated because some people I think really like it. So, mm. Mm. that's all I got. All right, why don't According you tell to the dictionary? It's pronounced Atelier. Okay. All right, go ahead. Great. Why is why is a pronoun in the dictionary? Atelier is not a pronoun. It's a noun. What is it? What is it? A noun. What does it mean? Uh, it's obviously not an English noun. <laughs> you so had the dictionary up. You don't know what it means. What the heck? I closed it already. <laughs> okay, I've got a dictionary on my Mac. Hold on. No, no, no. Atelier. My understanding was the I love French how I should say on his Mac. You can't say on his computer. No, yes, on my Mac. Because it's Mac. not built into the <laughs> Windows. All right. Noun means a workshop. Means it means a workshop or studio, especially one used by an artist or designer. <laughs> Since there's no such real thing as alchemy, it can't actually be used for an alchemist. But anyway. The word alchemy is a real word. Yeah, but so, uh, it's not a real science. Mean so alchemist. whatever. All right. So its origin is late 17th century French. Um, from the old French astel, which means a uh, splinter of wood. From the Latin astula. But the point is, it's pronounced atelier. Go ahead. Uh, oh, yeah. Fun talk Looks like now, it. then. All right. So, now that we've gone into Grammarcast 09, uh, recently played, Mike, what have you been playing? Dragon Quest V. Yeah, it's still. Yes, because I've decided I'm stupid. Whoa. Tell us. Well, because I'm no longer worried about doing a review, because after reading the review and playing it, I'm pretty much going to say, uh-huh. I've decided that I'm going to go and catch monsters that um, I think will help me. And one of the things I've decided to catch is a King Cure Slime, and apparently I'm just sadistic in the way that I want to catch this thing, because after reading forums and all that, apparently you have a less than 1% chance of catching it. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I, I caught one of those really no, no, early no. in the game. You, you Not caught a, a cure king slime. slime. Oh, a king I'm sorry. Cure slime. The green ones. Ah, uh, sorry. No, I didn't get one of those. They're in the stairway to Zenthia Palace. And they're on the first floor. And I probably circled that floor for about six hours now. And folks, this is what I've been listening to him complain about all week long. This is my life. No, we would be playing WoW, and I'd still be complaining about the. Yeah, (laughs) he would still complain about this. (laughs) I have basically gotten to the point where I can go and finish the game, but I'm not going to until I get this cure slime. Yeah. All right. What else have you been playing? I did the casino too, and everybody complains how hard the casino is, and then a couple of people go, "Oh, I got randomly lucky." Well, I didn't get randomly lucky, and I still find the casino really easy. Okay. So I don't know what everybody's complaining about. Okay. Um, basically, do slots. Who cares? If you do anything else, you're wasting <laughs> okay. your time. Okay, come on, move on. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. Okay. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. We have to add in that if we played something, right? Yeah, have you been yes. playing it too? I put it in my DS like five minutes before the podcast. Does, does not count. It is the next game. It does not count. It is the best intro ever is what she's going to say. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't get a chance to play it because remember I was like hey look it's the credits yay and when the credits were done I turned off my DS I took out right yelled at Ian to get you a new game I know we all heard you could write an EGN review for the game now yeah five minutes you're good I think she would actually have to make a character and run around and kill a monster and then she could write a review for who? correct <laughs> All right, so anyway. moving on, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Underdog wants to add that he's looking for the TNT boards. I found board three. I have not found oh, board Oh, goodness, four. Mike, move on. <laughs> so, you know, if someone knows what board four is, you could tell. We could do the Nintendo Power Helpline in chat. <laughs> All right. We don't need to do it on the podcast. Type it. Use your keyboard. Uh, oh, I actually have to type keys. <laughs> All right, Pokemon. Anyway. You've been playing Pokemon. Why? Because okay, this is the funny story. Is I told wait 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 you didn't pay for it, did you? You didn't put in money in Nintendo's pockets for another Pokemon game, right? No, no, no. I went back to Diamond. Oh, you're replaying because, an old one. Well, it's still the current generation. He's not. Oh, yeah. It's not. He's not starting over or anything. He's just he opened what up and started was, playing some. We had that story where you could get Shaman, and yeah. I was sitting there and I was like, "Oh, I didn't get to get it," and I was sad yep. because. You know, these things are hard to get. And there was a YouTube video, and we went to that, and it was like, oh, you just need the special item. You read the special item, and you either get it from Nintendo events that I've never seen, or you hack it. And so I'm like, well, that that's just suck. We, we get nothing. So I, I decide I'm going to play Diamond. I turn on my DS. I, you know, I open my, my Pokemon party, and Shaman is in slot one. <laughs> so he already had a Shaman, and he forgot and about it. And I'm sitting there going, how did I get this? <laughs> Yeah, how did you I get realized, it? I went back to uh, my uh, the journal, and the journal goes and says, "Well, this is what you did, and this is what you did." It didn't have any record of me getting shaman. And what I finally realized was, at the end of the time when I stopped playing, I had another friend who stopped playing a week before me, and he gave me everything he feared was rare or unusual, including a shaman and a dark ray. Because he had the dark game actually, to get it, didn't he? Actually, he says. He got it from GameFAQs, so someone there probably hacked the game and got it. <laughs> but the other thing was, um, the Dark Gray is actually with a Japanese name and everything. It's really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. 
because one of the things I tried to do when I was playing Pokemon was go to the GTS and find strangely named Pokemon and get those. So okay. it was it was kind of cool to get like you know a Charmander in Russian or something. So mm-hmm. that was yeah. something interesting. Huh? God, nothing. Nobody cares. <laughs> All right, are you doing anything exciting with Pokemon in the future? We're going to go to Toys R Us and get uh, Rega Gigas. <laughs> what? That sounds like a hey, disease. It starts today. You should go get it. And what does Brett getting Rega Gigas get you? A giant Pokemon that smashes things. And if you get uh, Platinum? I don't know if I'm going to get Platinum. Okay. When does if platinum you get come? Platinum it, and you trade Rega Gigas to your party in Platinum, it unlocks three rare Pokemon in that game, too, that you can't get any other No, way. please, not Pokemon. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> yep. So there you go. So I have to get Platinum now. Yep. Yeah, it was in the announcement. So there you go. I didn't read that. I just saw the big picture and said, ooh, need to go get. So, you know. <laughs> okay. So now you make me want to go verify it, but let's move on. The uh, other things you played include Wife is Missing, which means that you're home this missing. week, aren't you? You're home alone yes. this week taking care of Kidlet. I have to keep uh, running away from the keyboard because. Not an RPG. I hear someone screaming and it's well, like, no. No. Can't you just it, chain it, it, it to it, the desk? No, gosh. That's wrong. No, you don't I approve of this technique. No! <laughs> I, told, I told him last night to lock her in a room. No wonder no, none of you we, have kids. We had a great story of how to deal with this. The cars have to go to the park, and then they made it to the park, and then they had lunch. And then, now they have to go and look out the window. And that will take another, like, 20 minutes. And they'll go upstairs oh. and tell her that they have to go and get ready for lunch. He basically, so. he's a GM for his kid. I am. He's, I'm giving her her up. own adventure. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of scary. All right. And she loves every minute of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yes, the wife won't be back till tomorrow. So it's mostly been, um, you're the only one here. And everybody's like, oh, that's great. You get to be a bachelor again. And I'd like to say no, because I don't get to go out. I don't get to drink. Though I did have a little bit. If you have and, children um, in your house, you're not a bachelor. Yeah. It was a bachelor time is when the kid goes away too. Bachelor doesn't mean the wife is gone for a day. Bachelor means everyone is gone for a day and you can just be naked and play video games and drink beer all day. That's what being a bachelor means. Michael did that at one point and it was I know, I keep my clothes on, thank you. But yeah, I get wasted and play video games. (laughs) Okay. Chris was like, oh no. Chris said I was going to die or something. So yes, last but not least. Chris drinks half of a Belgian beer and gets drunk. He's probably worried right, for your no. Oh my it's gosh, because like, oh, I had no. a Belgian beer. No, because you have a beer and then go, I have some beer and it's good. <laughs> I did not say that. He does it that. every single time. Mm-mm. He got a beer when we were uh, playing yeah. WoW. And I told you and it was like, fantastic because it was fantastic. Oh, it's so good. Yes. Oh, and, it's and so good. Waxed oh, I love it. How like, awesome dude. the beer was for like an hour. And we're just like, dude, how many sips have you good. had? It was really <laughs> No, you don't understand. It was actually that good. It legitimated. It doesn't matter. Beer should cause you to orgasm. It didn't. What the heck? <laughs> uh, totally. Pause, did he or not? She wasn't on totally. the call, so she wouldn't know. Yes, I was. Uh, nope. Or you've done this more than once. Not no. like this. This not beer that, was no. better than that beer. No. Yeah, this this beer was much better. Okay, so let me get this straight. I have been on a call where you wax poetically about a beer for like an hour, and you have done this again, and you waxed even more poetically about a beer. Oh, even that better. time I didn't wax poetically. That one I thought it was good. This one, now I know it was good. 
This one was better. So basically now he's found a beer that he can't have any other beer because if he does, he'll say, oh, this sucks compared to beer I know. X. I'm really worried about that, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is a sad statement. So what else have you been playing, Mike? I did start saying I was playing WoW. Yeah, you've been playing WoW again, haven't you? Yeah. Okay. And is that all the say is about it? Right. What am I supposed to say? I, I gained two levels? Woo-hoo. Yeah, you gained two levels and you started cracking. I farmed You're a right. bunch of There really crap. isn't much to say about it. <laughs> I, I, I was just I happy because you're playing I, with me again. I, I thought it was fun. I think I've actually farmed more now in WoW than I have in Eleven. <laughs> that didn't take long. I don't farm. Okay. So I can't figure out why I was farming in WoW. I think I was just that. You should, you should get desperate. Harvest Moon if you want to farm. Oh. No? no. Okay. But, um, because the problem with Harvest Moon, I find, is you make this really nice place. Yeah. And then run out of time to take care of it and do anything else besides take care of it. Right. Well, not. In all of the versions. No, no, no. Sometimes you will unlock the magical elves who help you, and then you don't have to worry about your farm at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that just, well, why was I playing the farming game then? I well, don't know. Sam is stuck in it right now, and she's supposed to review it. Why doesn't she send you her copy, and you finish it for her, and then she'll review it? Maybe you'll write the conclusion since you finished the game, and then everyone wins. Yay! <laughs> and then she doesn't have to play Harvest Moon anymore. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's a winner. All right. All right. Oh. Do I jump me. in with? Yeah, you should jump in, okay. Anna. So I have uh, angered Chris extensively because I do have my horde character that I play now, and uh, this last week I got two major achievements, which he is uh, incredibly jealous about. Yeah, and I can't get on our server, the server that she owns a guild on, that she doesn't play on to help me get these achievements on. But she goes to another server and she's got them there. Yeah, so I did the achievement called A Poke in the Eye, which is doing uh, Melagos uh, 10 man, and you take 8 people. Which basically all you need to know about Melagos, he's a big blue dragon with a big he's interesting fight. He's a big blue dragon. Fight. Yeah, it's a, it's a three phase fight. Um, you get to ride on red dragons for the third phase. It's very cool. Yeah, dragon versus dragon action. Yep. And it's neat. And then I also did the second hardest. Uh, event in the game currently, so I, I think most people would say Sarth is the hardest. Uh, ten man, three Drake, is the hardest. So I've done the second hardest. Oh, you did it on twenty five. I did it twenty five man. Oh, okay, okay. So yes, there, there's an Anixia style boss where you can. <laughs> that doesn't o- help anybody. <laughs> oh what? It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, most of this sounds like gibberish to us normal. An Anixia style boss. Oh, obviously an Anixia style boss. <laughs> oh, Anixia. Oh, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> you might as well be speaking in French this entire time. I thought she was. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Sartharian is a black dragon. You go into and his lair, there's has... three smaller dragons around him. You can either kill them to make the fight against him easy, or you leave them up and they come and engage you during the fight with him, and it's really hard. So, I, Actually, yes. Chris and I had like a two-hour discussion on how to cheat this, and apparently we can't. No, that WoW has thought, or Blizzard has thought about how to, what you might have um, no, but actually, We scared actually, me of... we, we did do it a sort of mildly broken way. We had a Voidwalker tank, Sartharian. Isn't that like not allowed or something now or something? It's a it's allowed. Oh. It's a creative use of game mechanics. I thought they were gonna like block that somehow. They the well, they yeah, will. they're nerfing some of the talents that you need to do this. This is nerfing what I don't old- like about WoW is 
the stories when you can't find go something different in 11 <laughs> oh, no. that's what you don't like about, about wow. we can't talk about any game less than 60 seconds but what i don't like about wow and blizzard in general is when ff11 finds you know people in ff11 find a way to kill a boss that's a unique they don't penalize you by nerfing your class. You're right. They ban you for breaking the game mechanics and no, glitching the guy don't. on the wall. Okay, glitching the guy on the wall is not taking <laughs> advantage of That's the same class sort mechanics. of thing. Okay, fine. These okay, are class mechanics that needed to be changed for more reasons than 3D Sarth. Yeah, it's not just from this fight, usually. I mean, <laughs> the big reason that they're overhauling Warlocks is because every single Warlock is the exact same cookie cutter spec. What's yeah. wrong with that? And they like to because they have three talent trees and nobody uses yeah. any of them. Blizzard does not like it if part build. of a yeah. They like to make sure that every part of a character, every build of a character, is actually viable and useful in the game. Functional, and so they keep. Yes. And if other you know, things excel so completely, they either bring those things back or boost the other ones up. They really yeah, like to maintain to balance. Try to do anything but Feral Druid DPS, and I don't see it happening. Oh, so. I can. I've done both. I just you haven't can, told you about which it. Which one do you like? Well, what I that's why I'm a player of that style. That I don't have to like it for it to be balanced. But aren't you said every time you did it healing or something that there were better classes could be healing and you're just doing no. it because they found No, you. I didn't. No. Yes you did. No, druids did are like druids the are best healers. Healers. Sorry. I thought no. you're a little No, no, you're just confused. Don't worry about it. Let's let's keep going. Don't worry. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. What el- what else did you do, Anna? So Um did, what else did I do in WoW or what else did I play? Um, what else did you play? Either. What else did you yeah, play? What else did you play? What else did you play? <laughs> Something. Just move on. To some, that's what we're just change on. subjects in some way. <laughs> um, I beat Final Fantasy XII Revenant Wings like right before we finished the podcast. I made congratulations. The credits. I still can't believe what this tells me is based on what we were talking about. What this tells me is, but I really want if I want to play it, I have to go back and grind. No. Yeah, because you're like, are... I gave 10 levels in Chapter 9. I'm like, I don't gain near that many levels yeah, doing anything. That's, that wasn't grinding, though. That was just going and doing all the melees, okay. which I really should have done from the beginning because that's how you get like really good materials and extra aura sight and stuff because I, I was like, no, it's not grinding. It's just not doing a storyline mission. Right, that's... instead of doing a storyline mission, I have to do all the side missions first. That side missions should be optional, not required for me to do it to find items and XP that I needed. Well, then make your own game. <laughs> this game, it's required. I, I don't understand the problem. It takes yes, forever thanks, to do that. Thanks, I'm sorry. It's a longer game than you want missions. it to be. Don't play it. That's Pretty much, like, yeah. It, it, at that point, they're yeah. Not, it's honestly, game. They're, honestly, they're not optional. They're not storyline. There's a difference. Anything about Revenant Wings that isn't about how you have to do optional stories? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No. I like. I haven't, I haven't I played the game. It. Was it good? Yeah, like the only thing I didn't like is I kind of had to break the system to beat Chapter Eight. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you all have to. Yeah. The only strategy to beat Chapter Eight is to kamikaze bomb it. Okay. Which is really cheap. Well, or yeah. be light. I don't know. This Otherwise, game does not sound like it's fun to play if you have to like break the system and you have to. Like, I don't find think it's breaking the like system that. to find out that. For one specific boss who's completely overpowered, mm-hmm. the best way to do it is to send things that you don't mind. Well, is it overpowered or not? I mean, because if it's overpowered, <laughs> that implies not, that they did something wrong. She's not overpowered if you do all of the melees prior to that point. Hmm. The thing was, for me, is I actually didn't do any of the melees until after I had beaten her. Oh, okay. 
I did about half of them. So that is why I feel... So the positives of this game would be... It's fun. Okay. It's adaptable. (laughs) Basically, it's not a game you rush through. And if we were trying to rush through it like we were, then that's where the problem was. Yes. I just wish that the side... I did have to stop and say... These are actually levels I need to do. I can't see them as optional. So what about the story? Does it is it good? Does it stay good yeah, to like, the end? Or I mean, it's good. Here's here's the thing is the story is not like super serial serious or anything like that. Yeah. The stars Vaughn and Pinella, how can it be super serious anything? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, it's a little shallow, but I mean I don't that's okay. It fits. Too like, shallow I by skin, I hope. Huh? Shallow by sin, not by shallow by like demeaning or anything. No, it's just it does. It's not trying to be epic, and it definitely is not. But it's still not Blue Dragon. Um, no, it's several steps up from Blue Dragon. I like Blue Dragon. (laughs) I like Blue Dragon, but you know, I totally acknowledge the fact that one of the reasons that I like it is because I can listen to it in French. I can play it in That's French. Cool. Yay! Do you throw away the French instruction manuals the instant you get the game? No, I read them. Probably throws away the English ones. <laughs> They're in the same book. Do you read both, just in case one's she better cuts than the, the book other? book in half. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> yeah, she checks the translation. Oh, that was wrong. No, oh, okay. So <laughs> Most just of the time, the translations are crap anyways. I got some more info on Reggie Gygus. Because I know you want it. No, right? Pokemon. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You, you can't complain about MMOs and Pokemon. You have to yeah, choose one or the other. You can gain, when you trade it to Pokemon Platinum, you gain access to Reggie Rock, Reggie Ice, and Reggie Steel. But Who's I think those games. Those? I think they're legendary Pokemon that were in like There's Emerald and, and, and Iron and Rock, Red. Well, What's you can from? Google Reggie for it. Ice? Reggie, uh, Reg Ice, Reggie Rock, and Reggie Steel. Just search for okay. Reggie Gigas and stuff. Uh, you'll find. Oh my gosh, it does exist. Yeah. So, just thumb ones Crap. that you don't have. So, Anna, that was all you played, right? Um. Yes. Alrighty. Len I played a lot of Crossfire oh. because we opened up our cash shop on Friday, and we were incredibly busy. Oh well, then you played that too. You didn't say that. Well, that's work. I don't know if it really. Counts. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, Glenn. Mm. What? You played stuff, right? I'm playing stuff. Yeah, what was it? As, what as is soon it? as I got to the Mal playing section, I pulled out my PSP. So uh, this week I play Class of Heroes and Valkyrie Profile DS. It's the same. It's the review games I've been playing. So mm-hmm. I said last week on the cast that I was about halfway done with Valkyrie Profile Covenant of the Plume, and I was wrong. I was one hour away from the ending. It was a really short game. And uh, the difficulty is balanced so that you're kind of supposed to get the bad ending the first time through, I think, and then do a new game plus, and mm-hmm. then get the better ending. So I did start a second game, although I don't think I'm going to finish it again, just for the review. Mm. So it's not one of those where you could just play through the first time and get the good ending? I think that would take a lot of luck. See, what I, I did with the first Valkyrie Profiles, I read like the non-spoiler way, or as non-spoiler as it could be, about how to get the A ending, and basically kept A ending and then had some save files so I could throw it away and get the lower endings right at the end. On VP1 and 2, you could get the good ending your first time through. The problem with Covenant of the Plume is that there's a difficulty problem. That the the game gets much easier when you you be evil. I think (laughs) to go through the entire game and not be evil 
it would take a lot more luck than skill, just from what I saw. I mean, there were a few stages where I was getting wiped out immediately. Like, you know, within two or three turns, half my party would be destroyed. Uh, I was pretty sure that you could not get the best ending in Valkyrie Profile 1 without playing it twice. No, you could. You could. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but only if you do walkthrough. Um, I think you could probably randomly get it. <laughs> I got close, Mike. I didn't. I didn't use a walkthrough in VP one, and I only I missed one thing you have to do to get the good ending toward the end. So I, I missed it, but I, I got close. Yeah, there's some non-obvious things, but if, well, if you explore a lot, I mean, you have enough periods to do it. If yeah, you explore if you a lot. Explore it's not a lot. that hard to find. But okay, yeah. But I cheated a little bit. I would reload. I mean, I would just go visit everywhere, and if I didn't get a plot sequence, I would reload an old save where I had more periods. Uh, so I mean, I was I was cheating some. But I still managed to miss one of the events. One of the Ein Harriar that you send to Valhalla, you have to see an event with him before you send him, and I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's Valkyrie Profile DS. The review will go up. Is it holding um, up still? I mean, is it or is it just you, you're having to replay it? I mean, is it making you feel like it was too hard and you'd wish you didn't have to do that? No, it's more the opposite. I don't. I don't really like easy tactics games. Okay, it gives you a win button. It's kind of like what Mike was saying earlier with Cotton and Rondo. Is it gives you an ability that makes you win the map, and kind of takes away the strategy. And then after you do that, you permanently learn a new ability that breaks the game. So each map that you auto win, you gain a new ability to break the game in future maps. So if you do that enough times, the game becomes very easy. Oh, that's weird. And, but that gets you the bad ending. That's a that's the evil thing to do is to use oh. the auto win ability. Okay. But then on a new game plus, all of your game breaking skills you learn the first time through, you keep them all. So you can, in theory, play through and not have to not have to kill off your party members and be good and get the good ending. Oh. So that, that premise didn't bother me. The my only problem with the game was that I didn't think they meshed two different battle systems together very well. I and mean, it feels like a developer's first attempt at a tactics game. They left some things out of the interface that should have been there. And uh, just the two different battle systems that I think could have combined a little bit better. Hmm. Plus, it was really short. I, I think that... How long? Like 18 hours. Oh, wow. That's wow, really that short for really a tactics short. game. Yeah. Right. That was why I thought I was halfway through when I was at about the 16-hour mark. And then wow. I had like three or four more battles left and I was done. Well, maybe a New Game Plus isn't so bad in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, well... In that, if I liked the battle system more, it wouldn't be so bad. Or mm. if it were a little more difficult, but the way the way it's balanced and the way they structured it, I just uh, had, they had a lot of good ideas. I just don't think they pulled it off that well. That's so frustrating. Yeah, I hate games like that. It's like this has so much potential and it's just wasted. And the bad ending was so unfulfilling too. I mean, kind of I want to because it's so short. I mean, I'd be tempted to play it through a second time. I mean, it's not it's not a bad game. I'd be tempted to play through a second time just to see an ending that isn't so dis- disappointing. It'd be like losing to Lavos and seeing the Lavos destroys the world cutscene and then having to start all over with New Game Plus to get a chance at the You Save the World cutscene. It's kind of like that, only not Ooh. as good as Chrono Trigger. Uh. Uh, the other game I've been playing is Class of Heroes. I, I haven't played it a whole lot since I wrote the impression a couple weeks ago, so I don't I don't really have much to add. I got to a point in the game where a lot of the dungeons open up. So the way it's structured is there are like paths throughout the world, and each path has a center region that leads down to a deeper labyrinth. I just got to the point in the game where they give you a key, and it lets you access these deeper labyrinths where bosses are waiting at the bottom of. Mm-hmm. 
So I, my goal is, or my, my task now is to go back through all the old paths I explored and go into the deeper part of the dungeon and kill the boss in each one. So the game's kind of opened up. Nice. Other than that, other than that, I don't have much to say. That's okay. it for me. That's okay. all I played. Yeah. Well, that's all. That's that's enough though. Uh, what right. about you, Chris? What have you played? Yeah, crap. I played some WoW, but nobody wants to hear about that anymore because I didn't do anything interesting. I, I basically I languished around without the the direction of a friend and guild leader to help me get some high level achievements. <sighs> I mean, it's I I can take comfort in knowing that without me, she can't get those achievements on her. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there was that. So now I'm going to shoot myself after the podcast. And then uh, I played a little bit of Puzzle Quest, but not very much. And that was it. You know, I'm just uh, not much RPGs after last this week. week. Nobody plays Puzzle Quest. What's going on with that? I played I some. Finished it. Well, I finished After last week, I feel like I already played Puzzle Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's part of that, too. But. <clears throat> I mean, once I got both endings, I was like, oh, that's good. I don't really need to keep playing because what would I do besides, well, what? I mean, <laughs> there's no point after a story. I don't understand why people continue to play them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, cool. So why don't we move on to news? Can I say something for Ethan? Because he's not here. Please do. Ethan loved Flower. It's oh, not an yeah. RPG, but Ethan oh, played it. it was, he, was, uh, he downloaded it at a friend's place and was just going to play it for like a few minutes and then put it down and loved it so much that he beat it in one sitting and considers it to be probably one of the top three games he's ever played. I say that because someone in the chat room asked about Flower. So according to Ethan, everyone should buy Flower because it's awesome. Okay, cool. I can, I can get down with that. That's what I've heard. Lots of good things about it. So, um, All right. Getting into our news, we have this week some stories ranging from... Oh, first, we have reviews. Do you know who wrote reviews? Do you write I know who wrote reviews. You know, yeah. Mike Monkey. Minky. Minky. Sorry, Mike. Um, this is chat alias. Uh, Jumei-san? Jumei-san. Who's oh, been writing okay. Q&A letters for three I didn't, years. I didn't know Jumei's name. So, all right. Oh. Jumei-san uh, put up his first review for Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. And he gives it a 4 out of 5. He says the original Fire Emblem makes its way into English with interface upgrades that are most welcome and that the combat is addictive. But he says experiencing everything requires many character deaths, which I don't understand that. But the source material... I, I, I get <clears throat> Okay. I'm going to expect that a bit. Hmm? So what they, what they did, they kind of made Fire Emblem a touch easier this time around in a lot of little ways. One okay. of the main things they did is in Fire Emblem games, when one of your characters hit zero health, he dies forever and ever. Right. And neurotic fans of Fire Emblem would try to play the game and not lose a single character. And it makes the games not fun, and that's why I don't play them. So what they did in this Fire Emblem Well, it's the only is... thing that gives them challenge, though. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> so what they did in this Fire Emblem is <laughs> no. there are certain points in the game where if you don't have a maximum party size, if you've, been, if you've let characters hit zero HP and stay dead, it unlocks side missions. And these side missions give you new people to recruit. Ah. So in order to see every stage in the game you have to let your people die, which is the opposite of what Fire Emblem fans would do in games. That, so it's kind of like a pros and cons I just don't thing. like that at all, period, though. Why should I have to let my people die to go to optional missions? Uh, all right. That's why they designed weird. it. Okay. Well, there's like a, ma- a max party limit. The idea is that if you don't let people die, you wouldn't have room in your party for the new people anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, that, that's one way to do it, I guess. Um... 
They're the tired source... of people taking the first five people of the game and running through the whole game? Well, you no, know, even in the Fire Emblems you do that in, that doesn't mean you play with them. It just means you leave them in your party. And they're usually thrown at you as liabilities in later fights because you forgot to level them. Um, source material throws, shows its age and more customization than other games in the series, which is actually positive. So, there we go. Um, you can try that out. I, 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 overall, I'm hearing good things. So It sounds like now, even if people die, you don't need to feel bad because it probably means you're going to unlock something later. So that's good. Well, it's a remake of the first Fire Emblem game, which uh, America never saw. And yep. Mike is a big fan of Fire Emblem series, I think I can say. Yeah. So the fact that he liked this kind of watered-down, made-for-DS people kind of introduction to the series, the fact that he still liked this, I would say, is a good sign. Because mm-hmm. he'd be one of the people who you'd be worried would say, oh, they ruined the original with all the things they remade. Oh, they made it too easy and give it a low score. Okay. But he gave it a good score. He still liked it a lot. So I, w- I would take that as a solid recommendation from a fan. The only complaints I've really heard about it besides that are like that the animations aren't as fun-looking as they are in the GBA because they're all kind of pseudo-3D now and it doesn't look as, as nice and well-animated. But eh, I don't know if that matters to you. Uh, Ethan, actually, we didn't get to talk about this with him while he was on, but he uh, finished a review this week of Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories for the PS2. He gave it a three and a half, says it's better suited to the PS2, has a deep and involving battle system, surprisingly captivating story, but very bland environments, almost entirely recycled music, and high difficulty that might turn some players, like me, off. So, I think he liked it a lot, except the difficulty. He, yeah. he complained in, in uh, IRC a bit about the game being hard. That's he didn't why I go into, playing it. He didn't go into detail, but he said he had to restart once. I don't know if he, if he got to a point where he uh, saved himself into a corner, hmm. but that's why that was why it took him like three months to beat the game, was he was playing it sort of slowly, and he, he saved himself into a corner or something and had to restart at one point. Hmm. But his review is mostly positive. It piqued my interest in it. Well, he said that if you yeah. like the GBA version, there's no reason to buy this game, unless you just want to buy a port on the PS2. They didn't really change anything. But the card mechanics and the difficulty both appeal to me a lot. Underdog what if I didn't G- like it on the GBA? Should I not play it? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was awful. That's kind of a weird situation. Underdog in the chat room says it's actually very easy. But um, So there you go. I don't know what that means. What didn't I like about it? Besides the fact that I thought the cards were making it too random? Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah you like that was that? pretty much it. I it didn't was, it was enjoy like the Every time system. I tried to play it, I would get bad cards, and I didn't know how to make better cards. I didn't know how to get better cards, and I just got frustrated with it and gave up. And even with better cards, I just I couldn't do that system right, and I didn't like doing that system. Somehow, like you know, the zeros were breakers, and you had to do. So you combos. thought it was hard too. I did. I thought it was hard to understand, not hard to beat. I thought the mechanic was kind of like it wasn't ever really explained to you. You were, you were kind of like giving tips and hints and you were supposed to buy the guidebook or something to figure it out because I could never figure out anything to make... People are like, oh, you just do this, this, and this and everything blows up. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> because I do it and he does his combo break and then I die and I'm like, eh, screw this. I got Did they give you tools to... From reading the forum and from talking to Ethan, it sounded like you, I mean, you could do combo, combo stuff yourself, right? Like if you stack the cards yeah. the right way? If you stacked them the right way and they came up the right way, yeah. And they didn't combo break you every time. Hmm. All right. How does every grinding single... work? Does the, do you have an experience level or do you just get better cards? Is it purely card-based? I... No, there was uh, there was some, some 
Oh, I can't remember now. <laughs> I know. There was I, a way I'm to gain sorry. levels, but it it just didn't matter. It that really much. depended on your cards. Yeah. I mean, you and could never... most of it was, you know, just building a different deck or a better deck or whatever and getting cards to drop from enemies, but eh. Yeah, they would never drop for me either. Yeah. It wasn't fun to me. I would get like six thousand sevens or something. I just like I don't know if these are any good because everybody's like get the zeros. I'm like I have one zero in the whole deck. That's not going to work very yeah, well. Do more grinding. Sweet. Yeah, more grinding sounds, without the zeros to get the zeros. Uh, it sounds interesting, but I probably won't buy this game. I probably won't add it to the list of two PS2 games I will buy. And you know what's it. an interesting way to experience this game? The videos of people like who've played through the entire game and posted it on YouTube. Because then you could just watch them play it. You don't have to and play through it 20 times. You can just see the story, <laughs> see the cutscenes, and all that stuff. Yeah, I think that's the winner's way hey, to do it. You guys should do, do that, that for Valkyria Chronicles. Oh. You two should finish Valkyria Chronicles that way. Nah, no, I, each, no, I like the battles in Valkyria Chronicles. Each battle would take six videos on YouTube. No, it wouldn't. If you yes, do it right, no. No, if you do it right, it wouldn't take that long. You tell me you can get through the forest in less than an hour. I think it could be done by somebody who knows the game very well. We know the game very well. No, I we still don't. can't do it under no. 45 minutes. You haven't finished it. You don't know the game very well. You're not even do done. <laughs> Neither are you. Not even done. Maybe there's a YouTube vid of someone playing at 8x speed or something. Yeah. So the whole game can you know fit into three vids and you Jeez. can just watch it that People way. People have done that with WoW, actually. They've posted videos of them leveling from like 1 to 80. And they speed it up like four times when you're just... While they're running around leveling, I don't know why. This is the things that people do. YouTube is the weirdest phenomenon. (laughs) Um, People actually think they care what's on YouTube. Okay, we got more. We got more news this week. So, how about Atlas Spoils Nightmare continues? So, this is awesome. Why don't you tell us about it? I'm happy. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do it from memory because I'm not don't actually have your thingy open. But they're they're giving an art book with Knights in the Nightmare. That's right. Knights in the Nightmare. Uh, it will That's come with a se- it will come with a soundtrack CD and a seven inch by ten inch art book when it ships on June second. So. Yeah, do you see the art book? It looks mm. huge. It looks like it has special packaging too, so you don't have to worry about GameStop giving your pre orders to other people or keeping them for themselves. You could it actually comes in one giant wrapped package. Cool. Like 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 their Persona did. Yeah, yeah like Persona did, and uh, Digital Devil Saga did too. I like when yeah. they do that. It looks very nice. So yeah, I'm stoked. I have this pre-ordered. I love Sting games. I mean, even without the... I would pay 40 bucks for this game without an art book and without a soundtrack CD easily. I'm really looking forward to it. Alright. Excuse me. Oh, just had to yawn there for a second. Um, I'm sorry, Chris. Are we boring you? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we paused for him to go to the next news story, and then he was like... <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, but this is an exciting story. Ogre Battles come out on the Virtual Console. I know! I was so excited, and it was really funny, because I was still playing Remnant Wings, and I was only I was in Chapter 9, and I was stuck, and I'm just like, I can't rage quit this, because Michael will just laugh at me. Both Michaels, actually. So I'm, I'm just going to have to, like, plow through Revenant Wings, and as soon as I'm done Revenant Wings, I'm buying that. So, Which explains why you. Yes. And why did you put Dragon Quest V into your DS? Just to mock it's me. Just to my mock you. Okay. Game. Okay. I'm also going to have a virtual console game. Okay, okay. So for she, eight she wants bucks, to make sure she has a real copy of Dragon Quest V and she can get off the ship. Yes. She, you have to confirm <laughs> that. <laughs> they, they fixed that, apparently. Uh, oh, what, in the download versions? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, if but, people who pirated they, Dragon Quest V and played it in an emulator, um, if they got to a ship in it, they couldn't get off the ship. Not even an stuck. emulator. If you put the ROM on your flash card, oh, it's okay. thing. <laughs> it's not if you get on a ship, Chris. You start out the game on a ship. Oh, you can't <laughs> leave the intro ship. And, yeah, people are like running around for an hour <laughs> trying to get off the ship. And the thing that bugged me at first was I couldn't get off the ship. <laughs> so you like, hadn't gone... And I was like, no, this is a legit <laughs> copy. What's wrong? And I realized, oh, I didn't go down and look at the guy t- standing next to the treasure chest. And then I could get off the ship. Uh, but funny. I was panicking. I'm like, I can't get off the ship either. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait. Okay, I'm good. You all suck. So, yeah, no, so Ogre Battle, my, my brother sent me an email to tell me Ogre Battle hit Virtual Console because he knows I love the game and he wasn't sure if I ever bought it for the PlayStation. So, I found, and so then uh, after I got the email, I told Vic to uh, write up a, a news thingy for it. Yep, the uh, for eight bucks is a lot cheaper than buying it for fifty bucks on eBay. So yeah, dude, so long. This is like the best value on the Wii. It's like a two hundred or one hundred and fifty to two hundred hour game if if you finish it. <laughs> if you finish it, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so it's one of those games it. you could sit there and play only sixty or seventy hours, and you know, call it a day, and I won't make fun of you. Mm. I can't okay. get into Ogre Battle. It's not you like it. I rented it once and I just couldn't get into it either. But I mean, I, I didn't give it very hard. Try I tried to play Ogre Battle and I just it made me sad. So you like the sixty four bit version? Not the sixty four bit. What about the PlayStation it's version? The Do they improve game. it at all on that? No, it's a port. It's a freaking ROM port to a disc. Oh, okay. We yeah. did an we did an entire backtrack on Ogre Battle. Okay. And we talked about that. Yeah, it's just a port. All right. Uh, Last remnant has upgrades coming to it. So, let's see. If you, um... Alright. I'm trying to figure out who's eligible to this, but I guess it's everyone who... Let's see. Uh, in the DLC... Well, this is weird. So, I don't get it. Alright. On Steam, you will get these updates to your title. Turbo Mode. It allows you to play the game twice as quickly as on the 360. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Why? great. Does that mean the load times are half as long or <laughs> twice know. as long? I, that, that's sad. I played the demo of this game over the past week. I didn't mention it. I played some of the demo. And it, it, I'm on, on my PC, the load times are making me annoyed. And it, it's all installed on the disc on the PC, so I don't understand how, why they're so long. Makes They're no just sense. CPU weights coded into the game. It seems like you, it. <laughs> you have to wait for the loading screen. All right, so... Um, you can also okay. So I guess these are upgrades that you can turn on or off. So the first one was the turbo mode. The second one was no more leader units, which lets you a larger range of freedom in creating your parties. Um, equipment preview allows the player to see what changes equipment brings before purchase. Wow, that's nice. Why isn't that wow. part of the game? Isn't, isn't that, that like a every big, RPG? Like, that's a pretty big oh crap by Square Enix. Whenever doesn't you it? release a game and then five months later you're doing all these. Total rebalancing and interface over. Well, I mean, don't you think they should be given the reviews it's gotten? Well, I think they should have done this before they released it and charged sixty dollars. Well, they should have made it great to begin with, obviously. But now we're in the we are in the oh crap part now. We got. I I haven't played the game yet, but it sounds like these are some like you know pretty decent changes. I mean, this is remember that Square Enix didn't want to release this game. Oh, right, they were rushed by the release windows, weren't they? Well, the U.S. didn't, but okay, whatever. Um, English Japanese allows players to choose between English and Japanese voices during gameplay. So that's okay, nice. cool. Yeah, before you had to like boot out to the menu and change it there or something like that. Um, it's still forty bucks, and whatever. It's, it'll be on Steam on April 9th and in retail stores on March twenty fourth. So yeah, 
I don't think we know that those changes will be coming to the 360 version, though. I don't think they will be. They will not be patching the 360 version. It is done, and that is it. Why? Okay. Because they can't well, patch do- that much game. Yes, they can. I know that for a fact they can because of burnout. Unless it requires like a rewrite of all the code to make it not crash. All right, whatever. I, I'm just saying, games have done it. So Fallout Three, 360 is a PC. I mean, anything you is. patch on a PC, you can. Well, patch no, no, no. There are rules how much you can patch with. Microsoft yeah, except uh, Burnout released basically large patches that violate those rules for free. So there's ways to get around it if you talk to Microsoft. Well, maybe they don't want to. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> I, th- that's why I say it because I know Burnout's done it, and all that baloney that people put out there about, oh, these are what the contracts are. Well, no, that means you have a bad negotiator. Go back, talk to your Microsoft rep, and get permission. You know, because I'm sure that Square Enix <laughs> Japan is a really good negotiator with Microsoft. I think Microsoft wants Square Enix to be uh, very good friends with them in Japan. They got Microsoft Final want- thirteen. They don't need anything else. <laughs> that's why they made a special deal with Mistwalker and not Square. Uh, right. They're making a special deal with anybody who can get the Japanese RPG crowd. I think is what it is. <laughs> well, I don't think this was the typical Japanese RPG that they were really worried about anyway. Yeah. Okay. This... Well, yeah, that that's true, but that doesn't mean you can't work out a way to get a patch allowed on the game. I mean, that everyone well, wins if the game is better. They haven't said they haven't. So. Yeah, no, I know. So uh, let's move on to Fallout 3. Fallout 3, the second and third expansion paths for Fallout 3. Um, they're coming out March 24th for the pit, which is where you go to Pittsburgh for both 360 and the PC, and um, what's the other one? I can't remember when the next one was. Anchorage? Well, no, no. Anchor- Anchorage is already out. Oh, so they've only, oh that's what Other it is. They've this. only released a date for the second pack. So um, the pit has, I love this, the pit's moral ambiguity comes from where the game takes place, the massive remains of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, that are occupied by raiders and their slaves. The story ex- begins when an escaped slave named Wem- Werner contracts contacts the player and claims that the leader of the pit has created a cure for mutations. Um, and then you're asked to go into the pit to refer, uh, retrieve the cure. So, so what it says is what? this is the expansion that uh, everyone's been waiting for. Yeah, so this is Anchorage like, was like tacked on random content that wasn't very good. The pit is more of Fallout 3. I've heard some people area, like the Anchorage You have stuff. moral choices, you have yeah. slaves to help or yeah. hurt, you have raiders to help or hurt. It adds more content. I think they tweak the gameplay in this patch. Did you play Anchorage too. or not? Uh, I didn't after I read about it, but uh, yeah, my brother it was, did. Because it was too set in stone and not enough adapts to you. Yeah, I mean, stuff. it just sounded like it was more about combat. Like yeah. it just, you know, okay. So this is this make... is the Fallout style content that they're releasing. So, right. So this yeah. is the one people are waiting for, including an auto this... axe, which I don't know what an auto axe is, but I want one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they add weapons and they alter the game a touch more too. Whereas Anchorage was just a. Uh, uh, you know, teleport to a different area, completely separate from the game. This one, they seem to fit it into the game world better. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. a lot closer to DC than Anchorage. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Ooh. Next one is weird. So, you know that cooperative play for Crystal Chronicles Echoes of Time, where you can play both with the Wii and the DS? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing it stupidly after all. So, only one Wii player can join a session with DS players, and the Wii has to be the host. So, well, I don't know if that's stupidly or just hardware limitations. I, 
because the Th- either WA, way, the, it's stupidly. <laughs> well, no, I mean the way the Wi-Fi connection. No, works, this is over Wi-Fi connection. No, no, it's Wi-Fi connection. You have servers. Yes, but the Wi-Fi connection. No, don't don't argue be. technicals as me. They can design. Do this you game actually know, or do you just want to not say to talk about it? No, I'm saying. <laughs> Because the Wi-Fi connections, the actual just servers because are they ha- they can't figure out a way to program around something doesn't make it a, a something we can forgive. You're also forgetting that Nintendo puts ridiculous restrictions on its hardware and software for what developers are allowed to do. Yeah, I right. mean the Wii has had the internet forever, but how many Wii games can so you play? So how with come the, how come four DSs can play together, but you can, only one Wii because can play with the three Wi-Fi DSs. connections for the DSs has always been this like hub thing. You know, you've been able to do it, but for the Wii, you've always had to have a host. Who hosts Mario Kart? The person who starts the room in Mario Kart. Uh-huh. So there's no host. Okay, so they couldn't figure I mean, out a way to change look, that at all. Wii wireless play has always been jacked up, or <laughs> you know, Wii right. group internet play has always been jacked but up. But the DS stuff really... came out first. I, this makes no sense to me. Put in some code there to talk to a different server where it's not a hub. I don't. Well, I think the some, problem they had was they had, they had the DS, and everybody says, well, the DS is just, you know, they already had the wireless connectivity from the Game Boy if you had the adapter. So mm-hmm. it's basically we're going to do this, you know, ring like system or how uh, PictoChat was going to work, and people could just join and join this, you know, it wouldn't I, really be a, there would be a central. You've got an, Mike, a you've got an Ethernet card in the Wii. You put on some netcode that talks to a different server and it handles it in a more hub fashion. Chris, it's I don't not, think it's this not is possible. That it's Nintendo being Nintendo. This yeah. is what they do. Right. Of course, well, right. the hardware is I will not argue business. with that because Nintendo has been Nintendo to me just as much as it's been to you, and I hate them. Right. Nintendo decided for the Wii there would be a hub. But we don't know that it's Nintendo, and we don't know that it's Square Enix. It yeah, has to be Nintendo because Nintendo it does has the to be. Control. It has to yes, be because yes. it's something you don't like. Therefore, it's Nintendo's fault. That's <laughs> what I like. <laughs> that way because Nintendo designed the, the, the Wi-Fi connection for both systems. Square you, Enix has Square Enix to do told with you this? It. Have PCs you heard this? have figured out online play over a decade. Are ago. you saying? Are Nintendo you saying? No, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Are you saying the PR person from Square Enix has told you it's the Nintendo? Every fault? time we have asked a question about a Square Enix game using Wi-Fi connection, they've always said it's been Nintendo's limitations. Every single time. But you don't know for sure that it's this time. Yes, it's I'm sure randomly confirmed. decided. Oh, Square Enix decided. I know. I know. I know. I'm just trying to do our. This is our journalism part. We got to make sure. Has it been confirmed? It hasn't been confirmed yet. No, so. the story just came out, and we have not been able to confirm it. All right, so. but it's probably their fault. It's and I, yes. you're, you're probably I right. A, I, I am, <laughs> I'm going to say 95 percent or higher chance it's Nintendo's fault. Yeah, those jerks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you go. Um, I don't understand why this makes no sense. All right, so can you join other Wii's at least? I think either have to do all Wii's or three DS's and one Wii. It doesn't or say DS's. that here, so I'm not sure. I don't think anybody knows for sure. Hmm. Kind of sad. It does say the Wii version of the time is basically an emulation of the DS version. So well, basically, what you're going to have is that's what it looks like. I don't know that we treated. Well, I don't know because it's, it's, it's got better graphics and aliasing too, So it's it. more than just no. I think it's the same graphics with with blurring. No, 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 no. Uh, you have looked at the videos. Those are higher res models. Move on. You're spending a long time on Wii hardware limitations. But we we are frustrated about our Wiis. I want to do something useful with my weaver. You know, there's little blue pills. <laughs> I was waiting for that. All right. Uh, let's Whoa. talk about our DSs. One last story. This time about the DS. If you like Kingdom Hearts, you can get a DS just for you. 
Uh, you have to import yes. it. Uh, it's DSi. a DS for it's me. A DSi. Well, it's a DS for me. It's a DS for Anna. You'll have to import it, but um, it'll be coming yeah, out in Japan. Fifty dollars. Yeah. So it is a uh, it's a Kingdom Hearts themed DS that has lots of little, you know, Mickey Mouse heads, hearts, and little other Kingdom Hearts logo and artwork stuff on it. It's actually it's, been a, it's, it's not been a slow RPG Newsweek on one up. They could have did this. Uh, yeah, I know. The, no, seriously, <laughs> it was this and two other stories which were not about RPGs actually, but were listed as being about RPGs. But uh, yeah, that's it. They, they don't have like they could have done so much more with a Kingdom Hearts theme. DS. They put stickers on it. They need like, well, essentially, they need like Sora on there or something like Donald and stuff. Uh, what the heck? Did, did they forget how awesome they made the Crisis Core PSP when they did this? Well, they, this, is, this is a sticker. They got somebody else to do it, I guess. But wouldn't you feel silly if you had a DSi with like a giant Donald Duck head on the back and it looked cartoony? Not I mean, I kind of like the way and it looks. It would sleek. be awesome. You're talking to awesome. somebody. I bought the yellow yeah, Pokemon um, huge in Game Japan. Boy Advance, so I think our Game Boy Color. So I think I can handle having a silly cartoony DS. I have a silly cartoony Zack on my PSP, and I love it. He's not cartoony. He's a. Uh, it's a sketch. He's Nomura E. I like these white ones. Nomura E. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Tetsuo, whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it. We're out. Wait, Crappy. does the Kingdom Hearts theme DSi open with a zipper? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, where's the extraneous zippers? <laughs> I know, is it bound in leather? Uh, you know, it's got to have leather and zippers. <laughs> it's just not a Kingdom Hearts costume without that. I'm hoping the second, maybe the other side looks better or something. Seventh. Yes, ma'am? Were you, I can't remember if it was this week or last week that we yes, had some ma'am. stupid argument on the forums about whether a certain artist is working on one of the new games or not, and someone made some flippant comment about the fact that the game artwork didn't have enough zippers, and people were like, <laughs> you're an idiot, this guy isn't even working on this game. <laughs> I more see big, that. Big and yeah, someone's, the, the person who was like, need, you know, needs more zippers was like, I'm sorry, I don't know his 24-7 schedule, and it's like, you don't need to know someone's 24-7 schedule to Google whether or not someone is an artist for one game. Oh, forums are awesome. <laughs> okay, so that was great. why don't you why don't you go to our forums at board.rpgamer.com, leave comments on our show and on other topics that we're discussing there. Please also review us on iTunes. Uh, those reviews help us out a lot to get the show out to more people. Um, and you could also email us at podcast at rpgamer.com. You can follow me and Michael on Twitter. Um, I'm at sabin one thousand one s a b i n one zero zero one. Michael's at m tidwell on Twitter. Uh, you guys aren't on Twitter, right? Nope. No, didn't think so. All right. Ethan was on. He said relaxive, R-E-L-A-X-I-V-E. And we also would like to thank Ed Walker for helping produce the show. And I think that's it, right? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Two things. Yeah. First of all, are you ever going to use the RP Gamer Twitter or are you just going to let it sit there and be uh, That's for reserve for future use. Uh-huh. And second of all, um, there was something in the feedback that you skipped. Oh, what I skipped? There was a topic suggestion for another time. It was... The lost RPG save file. I thought that was very interesting. Lost RPG so save file. You've, you've, you've played an RPG for a while and you lost the save. And what was your saddest moment? I don't know that that's really happened to me. Really? It's happened to me a lot. It's oh. happened to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it next week. Oh, yeah. One piece of news because I want to be like a mild pimp is the Pristin Tale. We had a brand new Pristin Tale 2 trailer come out this week. Okay. And I'm actually pretty psyched because I actually think you guys would like playing this. Ooh, so I gotta try. I'm it. gonna like, I'm gonna like get you guys He's into beta. Pimp us. 
Well, sp- right. uh, if, we're, if we're talking Wait. about free-to-play MMOs that are just coming out left and right, we've got uh, a new one from Atlas was announced too, right? What's it called? Robot um, Steampunk Chronicles I sent it 43. To you the other day. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. Robo Gears. I don't know. Did you ever actually get Neo into Steam. the Neo Kensei Steam? One? <laughs> Neo <laughs> it's Steam. just as generic. This is really funny because I'm like all signed up and stuff because the Atlas Faithful's been sending me Atlas online newsletters. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I mentioned to Chris on Tuesday. I'm like, have you, you know, I'm, I'm all signed up and I'm ready to play. Are you going to play? And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking I, I hadn't faithful. heard of it. I don't get the faithful, first of all, but beyond well, that, nobody's nobody's talking about it. These 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 companies don't pimp these things to the right sites that I listen to. It's my it's probably like, my fault. I should listen to different. We've been sites. telling Atlas you sites. for a year to get on the Atlas Faithful. You, yeah, we it really has have. been a month. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been a month. A it, year. It, it, it proceeded a year. back into 2008. I do not want to be year. on the Atlas. Oh goodness! All right, so you, you don't can go- want to be on their newsletter. Oh, now he no. doesn't want to be on the newsletter, and then he wants to whine. If about I how wanted he never to be on it, I would have gotten on it. And then he whined. All right, so <laughs> go to bar.mpgamer.com, talk about your experiences with losing a save file. We'll go over them next week. We'll share with ours, and I'll have to apparently go lose a file and get sad about a game. And, yeah, and uh, also, Square Enix <laughs> could definitely take some lessons from Atlas's PR and uh, have their own newsletter, because I think that's a great idea. Yeah, They have it for Final Fantasy XI, and it's retarded. I wouldn't suggest it. People who like Final Fantasy XI are retarded, so it fits the Oh my gosh, guys, don't use that word. <laughs> And besides, those those sorts of newsletters are what turn me on to things like Git and uh, other such classics. So anyway, um, that's it. So we'll talk to you next. For eleven or nothing more than just the play online regurgitated. I know it, it is. Really yeah, with some pretty graphics. Let's let's talk, let's wrap this up. We'll talk to you next week. See you guys next time. It's RP Gamer. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.